All right, we are live for the Wednesday edition of the People's Talk Show. And uh, man, you know, I, I run a little behind because I have more articles than I'm actually going to be able to get to just because it's, yeah, it's just, it's just so much stuff happening. And today I want to focus primarily on, you know, Uncle Sam, uh, that, that, you know, that character with the, with the American flag hat on that always has his hand pointing out. But as of right now, he's like this, like basically gasping for air because he's coming down a home stretch in reference to just uh, the, the the liquidity crunch, the government bond sell off, just the debt binge not doing well right now. So I got a lot of graphs to just show a very dark and doomy outlook for the U.S. economy as well as the world, unless it's all dependent upon one thing more likely. It has to do with quantitative easing stimulus, you know, uh, whatever you want to give it a name for. That's if none of that stuff comes. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how our government plans on getting themselves out of this mess that they've created. But we're going to get into that and a couple of the subjects as well. So before I move forward, uh, let me know uh, where you're watching from. Any first time viewers, definitely uh, let me know where you're watching from in the chat and then make sure you guys uh, throw up a thumb, uh, one of them thumb signs. Show your boy some love. Give it a thumbs up so more people can find out what's going on here. And also just, you know, do a little different, different little graphic today. Switch it up a little bit. Go a little lighter behind me. You know, so it brings out my skin, my skin tone. <laughs> just playing. But anyway, um, let's get right into it, man. I don't want to be long. And I noticed it. I have more articles I'm going to be able to get to. So I'm going to do my best to try to just rant. Just, you know, given a bare minimum of the headlines. I had a chance to read through some of them. But most of them, the headlines speak for themselves. They just all tell a very unfortunate truth as to where our monetary system is heading. This government's in trouble, central bank's in trouble, you name it. So as you guys can see right here, I made a little graphic as well, where I got Uncle Sam uh, laying on a table, fiat currency on him, aka dollars. And if you look, he got the IVs going into his body. And what, what's in the IVs? Stimulus, more currency. Either you, you load them up, or he gonna flatline. That's kind of where we're at right now, in a sense. And so the question I'm gonna put there to you guys, you know, is this kind of like the last, you know, gasp of air for the economy, or can they pull another hat out their rear ends and bring things back to where uh, they want it to be? So, you know, we'll get into that. But anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. As I mentioned, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And as always, you know, the goal is try to give it a little time before I get into the headlines, so more people can plug in. Just because, you know, hopefully everybody who's watching right now or who's watching the replay, make sure you hit that bell notification so you're notified when we go live so you can join in in real time and more importantly, get the updates in real time or join the chat where you can let your voice be heard or be able to call in. So, all right, I'm already. OK, 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 OK. So let me just keep moving, man. I don't want to be uh, too long, but definitely if you got thoughts, ideas, suggestions, call in, make it quick, short to the point and let your voice be heard, because once again, this talk show is for you guys to, to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I could talk all day long, but I want to hear from some of you guys. So, all right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> all right, let's keep it moving. All right, so let me, before I move forward, got to always give a shout out to my people at Fort Patriots for being a blessing. And there's a lot of buzz and excitement happening right now in reference to their solar generator that's going on right now. So as you guys can see here on the screen, uh, something new to their, to their lineup. And it comes with the solar panel, things of that nature. And on top of that, they got the food, they got the energy, they got all the things you need for preparedness sake. And this particular page here 
fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD is their specials page where they have things there at a little bit of a cheaper rate compared to their initial site. So I encourage you guys, if you have not, go check it out, show your boy some love or share it with a friend so they can grab some things just because you can never have more than enough items for emergency sake. God forbid nothing happens, but better to have something than not. So definitely check that out. The link is in the description. Show your boy some love. I'd definitely be appreciative. All right. Uh, so I want to jump into a breaking story. So this wasn't part of the plan, but I just saw that something broke uh, in reference to this strike in the Motor City area. And of course, as I say, where Motor City goes, that's where the rest of the world goes. And so uh, we got the UAW reaches a tentative deal with Ford signaling in to a weeks long strike. So this is as of an hour ago. So here you got Sean Fair, their um, UEN president uh, up there, put his hands up as in a victory. And of course, it's an older, older picture because we got Jesse Jackson right there as well. So, but anyway, real quick, I'll thumb through this. It says UAW and Union and Ford have agreed in principle to the terms of a tentative agreement. It says uh, with the, with which might signal the beginning of the end of the strikes against Detroit's big three automakers. It says a tentative agreement could be announced as early as Wednesday night pending UAW leaders. It says the agreement will need to be ratified by UAW members, thousands of whom have walked off the job uh, at Ford, uh, factories without throughout the throughout the U.S. It says automaker and the union participated in intense battles Tuesday and Wednesday in an attempt to solve to finalize a record deal. Okay, so let's get to some, some nuts and bolts. It says around thirteen thousand UAW members uh, went on strike. Okay, the, the talks would uh, get to some deals. It said the talks uh, this week involved a proposal for wage increases of at least twenty five percent over the term of the deal, as of as well as other improved benefits previously outlined by the union and the company. So. Because it's relatively early, no key details, but it looks like the fact they're talking about increasing of at least 25% over the term of the deal, I guess that's enough to for them to consider possibly going back to work. So could be a good thing. You know, it's, it's better to be working and be on strike because when you're not on strike, you ain't getting paid and the bills don't stop for nothing. Anyway, so that's what's happening to UAW. Curious to hear your thoughts on that. All right, keep it moving. So I got a lot of visual aids, man. Just things that really show you how... Uh, how, 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 okay. You know, so I, I'm, I don't want to use the word bad. I want to be realistic, but I want to say not pleasant right now. And so just the graphs I'm showing you come from, I got some from Twitter. I got some from like Kyle Bass. I got some from a lot of people who are deep and technical in this field. And so what I do is I just extrapolate the main points and just deliver it. Because if you look at everything from a the macro long viewpoint, you get the same thing as if you're talking to a certified master P PhD economist, but then again, he probably has a career to support. So he's going to tell you what you want to hear rather than telling, shooting it to you straight. So anyway, bonds have plummeted. So this has to do with a, with a particular debt product uh, that's associated with the bond market. So here we have iShares 20 plus year treasury bond ETF. And I'll give you a little synopsis of what this says. It says, this is the sharpest drawdown treasury bonds have ever experienced. 20-year treasury bond ETF TLT was at $170 in August of 2020. Move myself over here. In August of 2020. And today, TLT is hovering around $83, a level unseen since May 2006 prior to the financial crisis. And so that's when I get into the whole idea of this. Is this like the coming on the last gust, gasp of air for the economy as a whole? Because wherever the debt market goes, everything else follows. So it's the debt market, the credit market, then last, the currency. 
It says here, to put this into perspective, TLT has experienced a drawdown of more than 51% since the highs in August of 2020. So once again, is this, you know, some scary doom and gloom or is this like stats don't lie? Ah, you guys let me know. All right, keep it moving. Move myself back over here. I want to get through these as fast as I can, giving you headlines, stats, and facts that you do what you got to do with it. Okay, here's another interesting story. This is from a CEO of a too-big-to-fail bank. <laughs> it says, world at a tipping point following government debt binges, says HSBC boss. So here you got boss man signaling a little warning, basically saying that, hey, things are getting a little tight on their end, especially because they're underwater by holding all that debt that we're talking about that's selling off right now. So real quick here, it says, uh, Noel Quinn, chief executive of the bank, which is one of the world's biggest, said countries risked being hit hard after allowing uh, borrowing to balloon in the wake of the financial crisis and pandemic. So he's basically saying that after the great financial crisis, drop rates, debt surge, the pandemic hit, rates fail, went on a, a debt binge, and here we are now, time to pay the piper, in a sense. <laughs> it says, speaking at their future investment initiative in Saudi Arabia, known as the Davos in the desert, Mr. Quinn said the current rate of borrowing was unsustainable. Where else have we heard the words unsustainable? Didn't we have Jerome Powell just, what, last week come out saying that the current national debt levels is unsustainable? So that's another word to keep an eye on. So I'm not going to bore you with this, but, you know, Big boss CEO making probably, you know, 15, 20 million a year expressing his concern after he's in reaped the benefits of this abundant harvest that they've been able to get out of the debt system. Anyway, man, never stops. Never stops. Here's another one. Treasury yield. It said, let me move myself out of the way. Move myself out of the way. It says 10 year Treasury yield jumps above 5% for the first time since the 2008 financial crises. Hmm. So the article before. Before, before, go back to the graph, show that we haven't seen a sell-off of that magnitude since 2006, which was before the great sell-off, for the great crisis. And then here we have first time since the 2008 financial crisis. So the crisis hit, bonds spiked, and here we are now as the market routes drag on. So that kind of speaks for itself. As you guys can see here, everybody's watching these very closely. And of course, oil is something to keep your eye on. And today wasn't good for a lot of the... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to that too. So real quick, it said bond prices have cratered in recent weeks in one of the worst market routes of all time. So is this headline trying to insert fear into the economy or is it hard to hide to where they have to somewhat be truthful? You guys let me know. Okay, let's keep it moving. Keeping it moving, people. I got a lot of articles to get to. Okay, world's oldest central bank seeking $7 billion bailout after massive bond losses. So central banks are taking losses because the Federal Reserve in particular is holding on to a lot of basically this junk debt for the most part. Yeah, a lot of junk, junk debt real quick. So it talks, it starts off talking about the Federal Reserve and their losses. And at the end of the day, a central bank, because they create the currency or they're associated with the interest rates that go into the credit expansion overall, they can get away with it for a while. But if this was a company or a person, man, they would have to file for bankruptcy quickly. Or there's going to be some a lot of losses taken on by somebody, and you better believe it won't be them. But real quick here, it says, two weeks ago, we reminded the world that the thanks to soy interest rates, which will only keep rising until the Federal Reserve uh, figures out what big what's big enough crises to use to trigger QE. 
says the staggering losses in the global fixed economy securities. So the global fixed economy securities, which according to the IIF amounted to 307 trillion as calculated by, I uh, will get into that. And so it has risen as a result of the bond rates going up, the amount of losses taken on has equated to $107 trillion. It says, while the thanks to such facilities as the BTFP, which is the Federal Reserve emergency, whatever, it says much of the mark to market risk has been transferred to the bank. So literally because all the banks were on trouble, the Fed took it onto their balance sheet. And as of right now, we're looking at major losses. So another graph showing losses, but it's a central bank. So yeah, they can get away with it for a while. But it goes on more talk about more losses. It says, while the cumulative mark to market loss on its multi-trillion dollar bond and mortgage-backed portfolio is now a staggering hold on to your hat. It says, hold on to your hats. One trillion dollars. This despite unwinding more than one trillion in assets on its balance sheet since the early peak of 2020. So despite the fact they're unwinding, letting things roll off their balance sheet, there's still an additional one trillion dollars. It just shows on their portfolio of stuff they just brought on. And it happens to be the bonds and the mortgage-backed securities. So all the things they sold to the world back when interest rates were low are now coming to a halt because interest rates are back up. So a trillion dollars. And then it goes on to talk about the Sweden's Reichsbank, which is the bank it's referring to. It says, uh, it says in a press conference, Reichsbank's governor before the Swedish Parliament Committee on Finance Tuesday said, he said that the now insolvent central bank needs a capital injection of 80 billion coronas or just over 7 billion representing a little over 1% of the Sweden GDP. So basically you got a central banker coming out saying that they need to be stimulated. So yeah, this is, you, you can't make this stuff up. Forgive me for rant so much, but I'm gonna get to the nuts and bolts. Okay. So this is this article that piggybacks on that one talking about, you know, the world now facing up to 70 trillion in global losses. So it's from the article that a guy I was talking about. So just showing how more losses are piling up. Okay, next one here. The last time U.S. yields rose so much, it sank the economy twice. This is Uncle Sam here. We're talking about this is Uncle Sam here. This is Uncle Sam. These are derivatives of Uncle Sam, a.k.a. the government and the type of problems that's being caused. And so it just shows a graph here, but it shows, you know, the 10 year going up a little bit. Then it goes into more detail. I'll spare you on that. But, you know, just showing more danger. Okay, next one. So it's just not here in the U.S. Of course, China's going through their issues. And so this is an interesting story. It says China's strategic fiscal pivot, issuing additional bonds to bolster their economy. So they're in the same boat as the U.S. They're in need of liquidity in their economy to get things rolling again because they're on life support as well. And so they're going to issue large amounts of bonds. The same thing our government is going to do here within the next year plus to try to make up for the one point seven trillion dollar deficit in counting. So just to let you know, U.S. ain't the only one. OK, more graphs. OK, here's an interesting graph talking about just you know on Main Street, a.k.a. Wall Street. This is Google Alphabet. And so this article came out today at 330 p.m. I don't know what the closing uh, figures were, but it says breaking Google stock is now down by 10 percent, posting its worst day since 2020. 2020. So Google, this is one of the big seven that's propping up the world for the most part. Nearly 200 billion in market cap has been erased today alone. The seven largest tech stocks in S&P 500 have lost more than a combined 500 billion today. 
today, 500 billion lost today. It is just, it didn't, it didn't just disappear. It was transferred into the hands who was shorting and who probably lucked up and you know, a lot of people pockets got fat today. Anyway, you see this graph here. It's not pretty, but this is a publicly traded company that a lot of people have been encouraged to get into. Okay. Keep it moving. All right. Let me know. Let me just check in the chat real quick. Make sure I got some people still there. Oh yeah. Japan. Yeah. The yen USD exchange hit 150 twice. So then again, they're what the largest holder, second largest holder of U.S. debt. So they're going to be unloading more debt if they want to support that currency. So eh, you got people selling the bonds at the same time, people trying to issue it. Spells a mess. OK, next one. Just another visual aid. I'm, I'm not going to bore you anymore. It says the M2. Let me just make this a little wider. M2. Fail negative three point six percent last month. And so just to give you an idea what's going on here. Interesting graph. It says the M2 U.S. dollar money supply just lodged its 10th straight month of contraction. It says the longest period of money supply contraction since 1933 just uh, just keeps getting longer. So, right. So, like, to go back to that initial image that I've created where you have Uncle Sam sitting on the table. He's in need of injection. He is, he's in need of a continuous currency creation in many facets to keep this thing running as well as consumer confidence and everything else. And right now. Uh, you know, it's not looking too pretty, not looking too pretty in that field. Okay. Keep it moving. Let me get to my next article, man. I got more than I'm going to get to today, but I'm gonna do the best I can. Okay. So, uh, here's just a headline that highlighted what I was talking about. Uh, this is from Kyle Bass. So I'll zoom in. So it's a little easier to read. It says China is experiencing a USD funding crisis, similar to the rest of the emerging world. Xi was forced to visit the PBOC and SAE safe for the first time ever yesterday china's banking system is in free fall and xi has been forced to sell u.s treasury bonds and u.s stocks to stem the decline in the chinese usd balances globally and to defend the chinese renminbi so according to kyle bass who basically has made china his primary field of study so he's telling us that the chinese economy is yeah yeah on the brinks as well okay uh, what else you got here? I don't want. I may not want to bore you. Okay, so just a little on the political side. I don't follow much, but I thought this was worth bringing because it gives a good summary as to Michael Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, who I know nothing about really. But here's somebody, Benny Johnson, who gives his opinion on what he can bring to the table. Let me get myself out of here. I got too many windows open. So I'll just read this real quick. As you guys can see, it says uh, we have a Speaker who is Mike, who's Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana. He's an America First a.k.a. MAGA, ally of the House Freedom Caucus. His mentor is Jim Jordan. He served as legal defense for Trump during both indictments, uh, voted against the Ukraine spending after initial bill. He has a has an F rating for the Republicans for Ukraine, objected to the certifying 2020 election fraud, uh, called to arrest Pelosi after he tore up the State of the Union. So this guy here is a new House of Speaker House. Will it matter? I don't know. I know he's probably going to just muck things up, keep things from moving forward in a positive and in a negative sense because our economy can't afford it right now. So keep it moving. Okay. Let me know your thoughts on that. And then what else? Here's another one. Let you know that crime does pay when you got the right connects. FBI received criminal information from over 40 confidential sources on Joe Biden, Hunter and James. But then again, they can't do nothing about them just because they're part of the family. They're part of the family. 
But uh, just, you know, crime at its best, where it just gets swept under the rug because there's much more pressing issues that the globalists, a.k.a. the banksters, a.k.a. the Satanists are trying to accomplish. So, okay, enough of that. Whew, got that off my chest. I got more articles, uh, a couple more, but I'm not, I'm not going to bore you guys. So let's get the phone lines open, man. Uh, let's talk. As you guys can see, there is a number on the screen. If you guys want to share a thought, a comment, or bring something new to the table, have at it. This is your time to speak. We'll see where it takes us. Won't be long, so make it short, quick, and to the point, and uh, we'll do the best we can do. Or highlight a thought or something like that in the chat, and I'll try to jump on it. Okay. <sighs> Let me see here. Let me see. Okay, we got some calls, so let's get them in real quick. Let's get them in. Let's get them in. Let me get you in real quick. Ah, Give me a second. I got you on here. Oh, I got too much stuff going on on here. <laughs> I, I had a couple of people call it. Forgive me. Call me back, man. Call me back. If I exit out of one, it takes away everybody. So, bam, I got you on here. All right. Hello, caller. What's name? Where you calling from? Give me something. Hey, Mike. This is Jimmy from Baltimore. How you doing? Jimmy, doing good, my friend. Give me some quick thoughts, if you don't mind. What's in your mind? I wrote it down. So, check this out. I think that this will go on a lot longer than anyone expects. Mm -hmm. And that's what's for the wealth transfer. I also think that a lot of people have gotten a lot smarter and are going to start trying to beat them at their own game, meaning investing into stocks, real estate, precious metals, and maybe even crypto, mm -hmm. which all seem to keep up with inflation. I also think that we're going to see more group economic activities. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that all this will cause the great wealth transfer. Mm -hmm. um, and the truth is, I'm sorry, and the truth is they know this. And when the people start to realize this on a larger scale, this will be the end of the so-called elite. They are truly terrified. However, they have great poker faces. Mm -hmm. The facts are that there has always been so-called elites that have been trying to control the world mm -hmm. and play. Uh, but in the end, it doesn't work. It's the last thing. Mm -hmm. The news people read, the articles that are written are all designed to serve their agenda, mm -hmm. not ours. Right. The thing to do is to write your vision down, make it clear, and go for it. <laughs> hey, man. I hear you, man. Appreciate you. And as far as like the, the elite, this, like, this being their last hoorah type of thing, you know, I, I would love for that to be the case. But then just because I know who's the ultimate force behind the people that's controlling this or trying to control this, you know, it's a much powerful spiritual force, AKA, you know, fallen cherubim, cherub angel that is overseeing his kingdom. So he's going to always have puppets that he uses to accomplish his agenda in the interim. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, the fact that they, they now all going to disappear, it might be a shakeup, but there's still going to be evil in the world. So it's going to be evil people doing that evil. So yeah whatever that's worth. But then again, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful and optimistic that, you know, there will be some uh, great opportunities out of this as well. So I'm not like completely like, Oh, there's nothing you can do about it. Run and put your head in a, you know, in a, in a, in a ground and don't come up. But you, you get what I'm saying? Like there's still going to be evil people that oversee some things just because that's what this realm is about at this current moment. But I got you, man. Let me get some more calls in. I appreciate you. Yeah. Be good. Good morning. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 
I lost you. All right, give me a call. I missed a couple calls there. So I uh, want to hear from you guys. So I'm gonna try not to respond directly. Just share my opinion. Okay, I'm, I'm could be 100% wrong. Just, you know, as I'm hearing thoughts presented to me, the goal is to, you know, share my first thought based upon what uh, might, you know, might make sense, might not, who knows. Give me one second. Let me, uh, let me get you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I ain't gonna forget you. Uh, got you on here with me one second. Hello. All right. Hello, Carl. Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Mike? It's Joe from PA. Joe from PA. What's going on, man? Give me something quick, if you don't mind. All right. Uh, what's your view on, like, painting market as far as, like, uh, certain apps, like Masterworks sell- selling um, paintings, um, some, like, held by the Vatican and... The second question is, what do you think about the Forex market? Do you think the Hong Kong dollar is a better trade than the Japanese yen? And I'll let you uh, get back to your show. All right. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks. Um, great questions there. Great questions there. Let me get to that real quick. I got a call here. But in reference to the art market, uh, there definitely is value there because there's unique pieces that are rare and they have all the principles and qualities of scarcity. And so that definitely will hold its value in times moving forward. But then again, unloading it, how much, what currency type, you know, will you be able to actually travel with a big piece of art? So it's going to have to be in a vault somewhere. So it's not as portable and movable as other assets. But then again, if you are a higher net worth individual or you have unique pieces that you create, sure, there might be value for it beyond that. And as far as the FX markets and when it comes to trading, you know, trading one garbage for the next garbage. You know, the goal is to get in, get out. Of course, I don't do the trade aspect. So you know, in the short term, there's opportunity there. If you're a skilled individual and know how to get in, get out. Sure. It's a it's a gamble. It's a risk. But then again, if you know what you're doing, go get it. Me personally, as all this unwinds, I don't really want to be holding anything that the government has already weaponized and they're going to weaponize even more because they need to keep this system running. So as far as that Hong Kong trade with the yen, I, I don't follow it like that. So I, I'll be the wrong person to ask. But then again, it's a gamble. But if you're good at what you do, rock on, player. All right, let's get some more calls. Hello, caller. What's name? Where are you calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. TB, doing good, my friend. Give me something. Uh, on the, the Johnson thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crane uh, funding. Um, and, and he's a Trumpster by heart. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm, I'm curious to, to know what they say with the uh, with the uh, the Congress and the Senate. Mm-hmm. You know where they stand by where they sit. Right. So now that he's sitting in the head chair, is he going to reverse all his thinking now to go back to to you know the 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 way that things were before McCarthy left? Yeah. And, uh, and that that would be my thing. And he, I watched his speech, and his speech was, "We're going to fund Israel." And we're going to get back right now and go vote on that bill. Mm. But that hundred and six billion that's coming to uh, coming out of our pocket, mm-hmm. Israel's only getting sixteen billion. Of it. <laughs> Where's the rest going? Two billion is going to Ukraine. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. What's going here? What do we what What do we really pass? And what's in that bill? 
And right. the other thing I wanted, to, I wanted, and I probably should uh, let you expound on it and mm-hmm. then get off the line so someone else can get in. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the bond sell-off is due to the lack of dollars? Yes, I, th- I think initially it started as that for sure because of the liquidity squeeze. That, you know, as that article mentioned from Kyle Bass mentioned that the world's short- suffering from a dollar shortage. So it started off as needing liquidity. Sure, we got to sell something to get something, so we can t- take care of bills, pay our debt, yada yada yada. But then it's escalated now as all the banks have raised rates to where they're all in a pinch to where now the goal is like, okay, the Federal Reserve, which is a reserve currency, they're just going to issue $2 trillion in a couple of months and the rates are going to continue to go higher. Let me get out right now. Stop taking, so I'm going to take even more losses on what I'm holding. So now it's like a scramble to get from get out from not completely being completely drowning. Like you're underwater, but if you if they keep raising the bonds, gonna, the price value going to go down, down, down even more. So it's like it might be a scramble to get out now. So you can get more of your value back as as much as you can. So that might be a little bit of a panic on my part. If I'm thinking it wrong, mm-hmm. their dollars are selling their bonds mm-hmm. to get dollars, mm-hmm. right? Correct. They're selling their bonds to get dollars. So, so, not, 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 not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I got you. I'm sorry. Is at 106 going up as high? You just sold a bond that was almost worthless compared to now, mm-hmm. but you still got bills to pay. Or, or you're not in a rush to go out and buy bonds because all the other the stuff happening, you might be looking to buy other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so that go the gold narrative again, or put it into somewhere else, and all that stuff like that. So Ain't no telling, but clearly with the prices going up, huh? Should go. But then again, we got the disconnect. We got a disconnection between the East and the West. Look at the premiums on what's happening out of Chinese Shanghai exchange and the comics here. It, it, it's, it's starting to widen. It's, it, it collapses some, but it's starting to widen. But hey, I got to get some more calls in though. So go ahead. But the premium is not what the price is. It's what they, they, the the spot price. Set I'm talking about the, the, the spot price in East is different from the West. There's a slight difference because of how of how they're coming up with that number. So I, you know, that's just we'll see. But hey, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. They're uh, they're buying the bonds and the, the new bonds because they can't get dollars, and they're selling the old ones because they're continuing to lose value. Hey, we're going to find out. Do some investigative work and get back with me. I, 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 can, I can use that help. Appreciate you. Hello, caller. What's name? Where are you calling from? Going once, going twice. Anybody there? Hello? Hey, Mike? Hey Hello? there. Hey, Mike. It's Aaron from Delaware. How Aaron from Delaware. I'm doing good, my friend. Give me a quick thought. What's on your mind? All right. Well, my quick thought, and I was thinking about it, I feel like the the topic for for the day is recency bias, right? Mm, okay. Now, if you look at the, the ch- a chart of the stock market, especially the Nasdaq, like the tech sector, it got hit really hard today. Mm-hmm. Uh, while interest rates are going up, the tech sector, as we know, is very interest rate sensitive. Mm-hmm. And but uh oh, you there? Bad. Hello. I'm sorry. Yeah, you we broke up for a second. Start that last little sentence over. I was saying that basically all the major stock market charts are looking pretty terrible right now, especially when you look at 
uh, what a dead cat bounce is. Mm-hmm. And all the markets pretty much look like they're having a, a gigantic dead cat bounce right now. Right. So, I mean, for the last 30, 40 years, you know, we've had this easy money, cheap credit and stock market just go up and up and up and, and bonds go up and up and up. But what if, what if now we're entering a long-term cycle where the stock market's turning downward? You know, people that have the 401ks and everything that they're looking at their million dollars today, it might be $500,000 in a couple of years mm-hmm. and inflation might be, uh, you know, 20%. And what's that purchasing power at that point? You know what I mean? Right. Right. And so, so- that's what, I, that's what I wanted to put out there. Yeah, I appreciate you. And of course, that that line of thinking there goes along with a lot of other people who really dive deep into this, like Lynette Zhang and you know, Peter Schiff's, and they all had that same thesis that no matter what, you know, either you issue more currency to inflate the problems away, or you do what they're doing now and just contract the monetary supply and still cause problems. So it's problems if you do, problems if you don't. And at the end of the day, the fiat currency, aka the Federal Reserve note, is the last line of defense for people. And it's the last line of a weaponry for our government. So it ain't pretty no matter what. Appreciate you, my friend. Right. Yeah. Okay. 100%. As you see right here, get your weight up. All right, my friend. Appreciate you. Take care. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Okay. Anyway, that's all she wrote, people. I got enough calls in. So the goal is to rant as much as I can, hear from you guys, get your perspective. And of course, if you disagree or just got a different viewpoint, feel free to call in and educate me. I don't have to be right. Don't want to be right. I want to learn. So I want to learn from you guys. So as well. All right, my people, it was a good live stream, say the least. I got my rants out, gave you all the graphs you need to realize that Uncle Sam's literally gasping for air. Now do the central bankers let them collapse, let them flatline, or will they come in and save the day? But that's why the war drums are beating. That could be the last lifeline to inject something into Uncle Sam's veins to keep him, keep that heart beating. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have, hit that thumbs up. If you don't mind, take this video once we're done, put it out there on social media, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you at, so more people can find out what's going on. Come over and get a alternative perspective on what's really happening. And they will keep it going. Uh, Daily Bible, appreciate you. Says, I am encouraged that the war with Russia talk has diminished, but Rafi Farber, a Jew himself, called the Israels, is called the Israeli people God's eternal people. The war in Israel may be the straw that breaks the U.S. back. Well, definitely, you know, biblically speaking, the Jews, the Israelis, the Hebrew people are of the Bible, no doubt. Now, I get a lot of questions as to whether or not, like, the people who currently reside in that region, if they're really God's people. In that context, I don't know. I, I, ain't, I don't care about all that. I just know who I am in Christ right now. So I'll live and ride and die with that one. But uh, as far as this war in Israel, maybe the last straw that breaks the U.S. back, I think it's intentional. So I, I, I still think that we're not at the in the biblical time frame of everything unfolding as we get towards the end of this. But then again, nothing is by accident. Everything is strategically done on their part. And I think with all this debt coming, coming due, they need an excuse. And what better excuse other than to go to war? So they want to go back in Iraq. They want to go back into Syria. And they, they've never been in Iran. So Iran is a primary goal of the military industrial complex. So you better believe a false flag is around a corner or some type of staged event. So anyway, that's just my two cents. But uh, Daily Bible, appreciate you, my friend. All right, people. I ain't going to rant no more. I promise you, I'm done. Enjoy your night. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm going to try it. So there's three days in a row. I'm going to try to do four. Pray for me. Be good.
Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day. You're a place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos, and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix, with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%. Follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.